Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. Martina Spada had every reason to grow up standing for absolutely nothing in life. He grew up in the 60s in a blighted urban Puerto Rican ghetto in New York City, where to be selfish and violent was to survive. But he became a successful lawyer, a college teacher, social activist, a poet. And he says he owes it to one moment when he was six years old. He tells us about it in today's morning story, It's Your Own Damn Fault. I come from uh, the East New York section of Brooklyn. One of my most vivid memories of growing up there is the smell of smoke. Um, fires everywhere, you know. Smoldering. I think we set the record for fires. Anyway, uh, one day I got into a disagreement in the street in front of my building, not an unusual occurrence, and uh, the kid uh, picked up a can and uh, struck me on the head, and uh, you know how head wounds are. Blood all over, oh, you know, my hands and my shirt and my face and my shoes. And, and when I got up to um, you know, the... Uh, the floor uh, where I lived, um, my father was gone, so I started banging on every door in the hallway. Televisions blaring away. These were my neighbors. These were people I knew or thought I knew. You know, looking through that peephole that they have in those doors and seeing this this kid screaming for help and bleeding uh, and pounding on the door and um, none of the doors opened. <laughs> I felt like a victim, losing a fight in the street. It's a shame. You know, if you were dumb enough to duck and still get hit by that can, it's your own damn fault. No, it's your own fault. Yeah, you're just stupid, careless. You know, next time you won't turn your back. Next time you won't trust that person, whatever. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was a very long time ago. Uh, but that's how I remember it. From behind each door, the sound, you know, the uh, Vietnam War. When I went back to those projects many years later, I walked down that same hallway, and I listened, and damn it, it was the Iraq War. There's still a war on television. Things change, but they don't change. I went to the window uh, there at the back, and I sat by the window. I can remember something that happened I, I, I was, couldn't have been more than seven or eight years old. In those uh, same projects, there was a sound of screaming, and we looked out the window. We could see a large man beating a small man in the street. And uh, my father just walked out the door and went down into the street to stop that fight. I was in the apartment looking out the window. My mother called the police, and, of course, the police didn't show up. I was aware that there were reasons why people did not intervene because there was always a possibility that the peacemaker would be killed, you know. Of the thousands of people who saw or heard that screaming, he was the only one who stepped forward. Where that courage comes from, you know, uh, 
I don't know. What is it? It's, uh, it's the knowledge that doing the right thing is paramount, and that if you don't do the right thing, you are not the person you say you are. I think he did it not only because he wanted to stop a, a killing from taking place, but because he knew I was watching. Our kids are watching. Today's morning story from Martin Espada, It's Your Own Damn Fault. I'm here in the studio with uh, Gary Maud. You know, Gary, Martin told me that um, his father explained to him a few years later that he was a, a very political guy and that, you know, he participated in a lot of social causes. And, and that's when Martin got it in his head what kind of a man his father was. But two years earlier, I think he got it in his heart the kind of man that his father was. And those formative moments, boy, they're just amazing. It takes me back to my days on the west side of Chicago hmm. when I was a school bus driver. Talk about mean streets. We pulled up to a stoplight, and on the corner, there's a, uh, a group of people, probably 50, 75 people. A group of men start beating on this young girl. Hmm. She was on the ground. They were kicking her. And I looked around at this group of people and nobody was doing anything mm -hmm. and I thought wow these people are afraid that if somebody steps in something's going to happen to them or their family yeah yeah when fear comes most people are going to behave uh, in their own self-defense I mean you know in a situation like that what what do you take from that for yourself what did you learn about yourself well it caused me to think about you know w the right thing to do I'm always telling my kids you know there's a right thing to do. Do the right thing. Right, right. It wasn't long after this that a fight broke out on my bus. A large kid and a smaller kid, tough as nails, of course. I pried them apart, mm -hmm. and I won a, a degree of respect, the bus driver. Yeah. And I was white. Yeah. Didn't have the example of somebody who knew how to break up a fight. Exactly. Yeah. I know that the moments when I felt what the right thing was in me, it was because I saw somebody else do it. I'll never forget the day that my own mother, who I regarded as a kind of distant, unemotional woman, happened to be in the hospital because her, her own father had just had a stroke. We were all very worried. And all of a sudden, in the same hospital, this woman starts shrieking like a crazy woman and stumbling down the hall. Nobody knows her or what happened. And my mother walked right into the hallway in front of this woman who was coming right at her and embraced her. And the woman hugged her back and just wept. And it turns out that she had lost her husband because of some catastrophic thing that had happened to him in the hospital. My mother didn't know her. All she knew was the right thing to do was to comfort somebody. And I saw something about the right thing to do at that moment that just I never forgot. It's those moments and which moments are they for somebody else and so it goes you know i mean the effects one story leads to another one act of courage may bring up the character in, in somebody else here's hoping anyway <laughs> what else do we hope for well <laughs> you know it's coming gary continued support from ipswich ipswich a leader in file transfer software and our sponsors for almost two years on this podcast ipswitch 
com, their website. And if you'd like to get plugged into what Morning Stories is all about, wgbh.org slash Morning Stories and drop us a line, please. Your email is just one of the joys of doing this podcast and a large part of our content, so keep it coming. It's better than that first cup of coffee. Take care. Our kids are watching. <laughs>